If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Survivored, a podcast all about CBS's Survivor. My name is Tim. I'm Zach. But we have some special guests tonight. Uh, if you're a fan of the Challenge podcast, as I'm sure all of you listening are, we have some challenged people in the house tonight. Challenged legends. <laughs> legends. Say hello, guys. Hey, it's Amanda. <laughs> people are more excited to hear from you than they are from me. So don't. Listen, that's why I got to come in last. You ruined my thunder. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Trying to give you a superstar moment. <laughs> Wolfie will be like, yeah. Oh, and I'm here. Oh. <laughs> Wolfie has such low self-esteem. He'd rather joke about it than actually tell his name. Brian. Right? There you go. Brian. You all know who He's I am. He's here. I think we should post this episode on the challenge feed. We haven't, yeah, we haven't actually up. done that with any survivor yet. No, let her ride. Let's see. But we're in a weird gap. I feel like some well, some challenge fans might like this. Yeah. Maybe. I, I think that there's a lot of people who just like co competition reality shows. It's a good real. way to start with episode two. Yep. <laughs> Don't do it for episode <laughs> one. Thanks, no. Wolfie. Yeah. And you know, you we, have a, we have a challenge season coming up with a bunch of survivors on it. So yes. time to start learning who they are. Yes. Yeah. We can do some overlap here. That'd be mm -hmm. good. Well, what's up, everybody? Are we ready to talk Survivor instead of Challenge? Yes, uh, I'm super hyped. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Very good season so far. Good yeah. season. I thought this was a great episode, too. Yes, agreed. Uh, so this is episode number two. It's called Gil Good and Guilty. And it starts off as every episode of Survivor does, back at the tribe who just got back from Tribal Council, talking about how sad they are, mm -hmm. having gone to Tribal Council, losing a member of their of their family, et cetera, Zach, right? et cetera. Yep, Zach left. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, I it, love this. I mean, he's like you he's love like, it. No, I'm sad about this. Fuck that I guy. Love, I love how sad they all are. Oh, is okay. what I'm saying yeah. because I revel people's misery. <laughs> no, because he's a good dude. Realistically, like he's our people. Like this dude would have been our friend. <laughs> like totally, 100 outside this game. Like he would have totally been in our friend circle. Yeah. So we're gonna I get to it, but he sad. really would have been one of Marianne's. I was going to say, Amanda, is he uh, your perfect white boy? <laughs> he is definitely not my perfect white boy. He is far too short and tiny for that. But um, he is definitely a good people who is like-minded. And I feel like we could have been buddies. Like, I was really sad to see him go. That's what Weirdly, that was my not my impression of him from the show. From the you show, really he kind of drove that? me nuts. Okay. Yeah, he was just like highly anxious, like very tightly wound guy that I just... That's our people. That's our people. What that is not me. About? That is not me. Nervousness like and anxiety. Yeah. No, You're like, definitely our well, people. But listen, no, 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 no. There's a difference between general <laughs> anxiety. Understand who our people are. Zach. I understand. 
understand who our people are. He does not understand who but, he is. No, deep listen, down inside. Wolfie, you you are not a tightly wound guy. Yes, he is. What are no, you no, no, about? no, no, no. There are people like Zach about? who are like they vibrate. They're so tightly wound, they just like they just vibrate yeah, with energy, we and they're like, do. It's all inside. Nah, you we're just all can't chill. See it? No, nope. you're talking about we Zach that way. <laughs> well, this is kind of rude to do it right to his face. I guess that's the other good thing about saying goodbye to Zach is no more confusion amongst the podcast about which Zach we're talking about. But I, I was with Tim last week. I did not like him on the episode, but you know, I haven't seen a ton of him online, but just seen him kind of tweet about the episode. He seems a lot more bearable, like yeah. off the show. Agreed. I and feel like he's our people. That's exactly what I was going to say, because you know where Zach posts? Reddit. <laughs> yeah. He posts a lot there, on the Survivor yeah, subreddit, just as like <laughs> a normal fucking guy. <laughs> what did yeah. I just say to him, Zach? <laughs> Literally. He's one of Tim's people. I, I, I agree with you, Zach. Now now that I've seen him on Reddit, it's like, oh yeah, I could totally hang out with this dude, but seeing him on TV alone, no way. I I felt it from the moment I saw him. Like really? I literally can suss out our people. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a better well, radar than me then, I guess. 100%. Slightly looking ahead. She was he was a little annoying, I give you that, but yeah. he's still our people. Slightly looking ahead, uh, I may have an inverse reaction to somebody else that's still on the show. Ooh, stay <gasps> tuned. Stay tuned right. for sure. that, guys. Um, but yeah, I, I dug into Zach's profile on Reddit, and he posts on like Big Brother, yes. on the Big Brother subreddit, not on Challenged. <laughs> I saw that he did not. Like he's not a challenge fan. Pseudo fucking. But yeah, he posts about all these other re- reality shows, and yeah, he just seems like a down to earth, yep. like a fan, like we are. Yep, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. super fan. Yep. Uh, so anyway, we we see Tori, uh, Zach's girlfriend, Tori. This Zach in the room, Zach, his girlfriend, Tori. Uh, Amanda, you don't know this, but Zach knows Tori. Knows Tori. Which one is she? Remind the little blonde. Me. Almost got blonde one. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. We talked about it a little bit last week, but she is on a uh, an online reality show uh, that was hosted by Audrey from Big Brother. Okay, seventeen and okay. Uh, so saw, watched her there, and we have some mutual friends, and I've spoken to her over Zoom a couple of times. Yeah, never all met right. her in person yet. But. Cool, fun. She is torn though here because she's a little bit sad to see Zach go, but also mm-hmm. a little jealous because he gets to go fucking sleep in a bed and mm-hmm. eat food and eat, like be yeah, a normal person. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and she's stuck like, on the island. Suck it up, Tori. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might win a million dollars. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Or is it 500? Is that what it is? What's it's a, the, what's a million. Is it a million? It's a million. Yeah. It's a million. Couldn't remember. Which they should bump that up for inflation. It's been a million for 20 years. Yeah, they just mm. did it with Big Brother. They bumped it from half a million to uh, three quarters million. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and last uh, season 40 of Survivor was two million because it was the, like, the all-star. Yeah. yeah. But it seems like it should be two million at this point. It's been a million for 20 years. Mm-hmm. The challenge just bumped it up uh, by a huge margin in the, in the yeah. 30th season. So I don't know. Whatever. Uh, so that's about it at the camp. The next scene we see is Jenny and Chanel. They find the crab. <laughs> the oh, hermit yes. crabs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Could you guys do this? Could you guys live on an island and catch crabs and stuff like this? Would you do a better job than they did catching to this To eat crab? it? Yeah. Yeah, if I was that hungry, for real. Mm-hmm. 100%. To me, it almost looked like it was deformed and had weird stuff growing on it. I don't know if that's how it's normally supposed to look. But when they first yeah. showed it, I was like... What's wrong with that thing? Like, <laughs> no, I don't think for, they look like that. For her, wild hermit crabs, they do get about that big and their limbs get bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're kind of weird and lumpy. Yeah, yeah, lumpy. yeah I think it's the yeah. lumps. It kind yeah, of looked, yeah, like they had like yeah. calluses and stuff on them. I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's normal, but maybe it is. Yeah. I think if you yeah. look up like coconut crabs, which is they're pretty closely related. They look like a giant version of the hermit crabs we saw in right. Survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a couple of people in the chat room. I didn't bother checking until just now. But there you go. Hello to Ainsley and uh, Carolyn. Hi. 
Ainsley likes the season, except she hates Marianne. We'll get to that. We will get to that. <laughs> I thought it, I thought their approach at getting the crab was really funny. They just kept throwing leaves on it and like would grab the leaves. They didn't want to actually grab the crab itself. I feel like I could grab the crab. I feel like if you know how, it wouldn't be hard. But I'd be worried about getting shell. pinched. Like, yeah, right. But I think they did it right at the end where it looks like if you kind of grab it from behind. I don't yeah, know if they right. can it can't reach, exactly. Yeah, it yeah, can't exactly. reach behind you itself. Just grab yeah. the shell. Look how big these fucking coconut crabs Those are. Those things are fucking scary, dude. Holy cow, yeah. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, I would stay away from those. But this little crab on the beach, I would have. I would have been but imagine how much good eating you get. I was going to say, you, yeah. you see that on Survivor, like you're mm-hmm. being fed for the entire season. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of eating crabs, everyone's excited that they caught this crab with one exception of High, who is a vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a vegan, so I have a hard time relating to this. Um, what do you guys think? I feel like this would be incredibly hard, though, if you really had made a commitment to not eat meat and then to be in this situation where your only option is to eat meat to kind of survive and thrive in this competition that you're in. um, It would be a hard kind of um, battle uh, with yourself and your conscience and, you know, and how you could deal with that um, kind of going forward. So um, he he ultimately decides to that in order to survive and thrive in this environment that he is going to have to consume um, meat because in this season they're not providing the rice mm-hmm. um, and things that they have provided before. So yeah. and coconut is not going to get you very far. No, calorically, no. there's no. Just not not much there. So uh, so yeah, so I I definitely feel for him in this situation. I feel like you know he's having a moral kind of conscious moment where he's having to decide you know whether um, you know he can stick be behind his kind of vegan values or, you know, if he has to kind of let them go to give himself his best shot at this, at this competition. And, um, you know, and ultimately he decides to let go of those um, uh, vegan completely gives it up at the first turn. What a (laughs) sucker. I think more than just food as well. Like, you know, I think, you know, that first, you know, crab and meal is almost like a bonding experience too for the group. And if you don't eat with everybody, does that set you aside as like too good and people look at you different? Yes. There's all those kind of things. They feel bonded to everyone else. And look at you, they're like, I don't have that bonding moment with you yet. Mm -hmm. That is true. There's, Mm -hmm. there's social implications. I didn't think that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah, There's there's social implications here. Didn't you like palm fronds or something? Can you eat them? Is that what you said? I'm just saying, if you're a vegan, I mean, there's all kinds of vegetation to start chowing down. Yeah, he could just fill his tummy full of grass, I guess. But yeah, you're not getting much nutrition out of them. There's no, no there's no calories. There's no vitamins. There's yeah, nothing in there. Protein. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he does eventually eat it. He says that it makes him feel good and guilty. The, yeah. Hence the title right. of the episode here. Um, so yeah, he ends up eating it. Uh, next up, we see Marianne uh, hacking at the bamboo, doing her best... Uh, Horror movie impression Jesus, here. Yeah, yeah uh, doing nothing. <laughs> yes, yeah, not not the most effective bamboo cutter I've ever no. seen. What do you guys think about Marianne, just generally speaking, from from the season so far, and especially this episode? Well, before we get into that, uh, I just got a message that someone is commenting that they're listening, but they don't know how to call in. So Tim, oh. you want to share? Call in. How to call <laughs> in? Is she is she in the speaker chat room? Yeah, it's Ainsley. Um, 
Oh, do you know Ainsley? I do know Ainsley. All right. Well, let so. me let me connect my phone to the board here. I, do, I, I assume nobody would want to call. So I, I do know she is, has like seven kids over. So I don't know if she'll call for sure. This but is she, not a tattoo artist, is it? She said she doesn't know how to call in. So I'm assuming she might. Why right? would you, why would she you be a tattoo artist? She's not a tattoo artist. Because we know Toluca, a tattoo artist. In Toluca, in Toluca, Illinois. Illinois. So. She That's is a, really weird. Okay. She is a dental hygienist. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me see if I can figure out how to get this thing and then i oh it is connected already all right i'll put i'll put my phone number in the chat room and ainsley if you want to call go ahead so there you go. From now on if you want to send tim chat messages <laughs> in the off hours you got you his number people do that and that's but, fine i encourage that but uh you know last episode i was not a fan of marianne and mm-hmm. uh this first like time we see her on this episode once again she really annoyed me rubbed me the wrong way i did come to like her more <laughs> later in the episode but at this point I was still like, I just need this girl to go. I think I like Marianne. If if I knew her in my life, I would like her in very small doses because she seems like a lot. And then if you spend hours with her, I would want to be like, Marianne, just shut the fuck up for a minute. (laughs) Like calm down and shut up. But like in small doses, she's very pleasant. She's very positive. She's very yeah. outgoing. But I can see after being on a beach with her for five days, I can see why like she's frustrated. And you're like food deprived and food things. Food deprived, sleep yeah. deprived. But yeah. Like. I mean, I appreciate this girl because I like a positive spirit. For real. <laughs> like I thrive on like, I try to be positive as much as I can. And I, and I would thrive on the fact that she was trying to be positive and I would kind of try to, you know, reciprocate that. So, uh, I appreciate her in this kind of difficult environment, but I also understand how people could be easily frustrated by her also. Yes, for sure. She's a big personality. This is, this is where my foreshadowing comes in. Okay. I think she's adorable. I love her on the show. I love her positivity. I just love her in general. In real life, she would bug the living shit out <laughs> yes, of me. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's exactly how I feel. Yeah. Yep. There's a difference between watching her on the show and and imagining yourself in a room with her. And I don't, I mean. I feel like in a room with her, her and I could be, her and I individually outside of this could be completely But would friends. you want to do a road trip with her? Yeah, Trapped man. in a car for 100%. 12 hours? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think oh, so. I feel like I got about a half hour in what me and then mean? I'm going to push uh, her out the fucking door. I got every, I got, I got all the energy for this girl. What are you talking about? She is super like cute and adorable. If, if we ever do a road trip, we're uh, dividing the vehicles by men and women. Right? <laughs> there we I'll go. Take, uh, yeah, I'll The take men's her. will basically totally be fun. dead inside. Well, we won't speak for hours no. at a time. But somebody, turn, somebody turn a podcast on, no talking while it's on. But right. like, Sounds good to me. But this is how, we, this is how Brian and I travel with our friends, like Wes and Shanna, like they both sit in the back with their headphones on playing their video games and her and I just yep. draw the entire freaking drive. Like, and it's Nintendo fine. Switch. I'm playing some Mario. So, like I easily could get along with Marianne. Like I feel like her and I could be kindred spirits. It would be nice. I, I appreciate her positivity and upliftingness right. and just joy for life. Like, I feel like I don't get enough of that in my life because I feel like definitely not at home. I do feel like everyone know Amanda knows is a big bummer. It's a big downer on life for real. I have to constantly keep uplifting everyone. It's like it's okay. It's all right. Like live your life. It's fine. Happy birthday, Brian. Jesus, what's so happy about it? Grouchy old men is what I surround myself with, which is really entertaining. I told you before you knew what you were getting into. 
Listen, I love you all for your grouchiness, <laughs> and I will be a ray of sunshine. It's fine. Well, I guess. Stop being so fucking happy. <laughs> I guess uh, we might get along better with uh, Maria and Lindsay, who are also getting sick of Marianne's bullshit stuff. And I think it's just because they're older women, and yeah. she's a younger woman, and, you know, it's just. The energy Maybe comes off a little I aggressive. I want to be young again that I Maybe love Marianne. It. Maybe that's like it. I'm bridging on the 40 and I'm like, oh, I could yeah. have that youth again. I was her. Though. Or you can stay home and sit relaxed <laughs> and sleep and not do anything. That's great. That is what we do. Uh, all right, so then we go over to Omar, who shares that he's a Muslim, mm-hmm. uh, and so he might sometimes go off on his own to pray. He's not looking for an idol. He just wants to put everybody's mind at ease. That uh, Miriam makes him a mat. Yeah, isn't that sweet? That I thought that was a sweet. very Most sweet, very kind. Ever. Yes. This this is where my turnaround on her started. Right? Once, you know, when she made the yeah. mask, like, okay, yes. like you're you're kind of cool. Yeah, because it seemed very authentic. It seemed very like. And I feel like this is the true Marianne. Though. Oh, I do too. You know, yeah, hundred percent. Like her friend says, "Hey, I do. Oh, I've got this. I'll make you this. You know, kind of thing. Like, yep. yes, hundred percent. And that's where I feel like her and I are kindred spirits because I'm that kind of person. Like. If I find out you like something or do something, I try to yeah. invest in that. Uh, well, Caroline also says that she would be on a, be up for a road trip with Marianne for sure. Yeah. So you, got, you girls can yeah. ride together. Well, on the other side, uh, Ainsley has said, I would drown Marianne and be the first one kicked <laughs> off survivor <laughs> from murder. Yeah! All right. So Marianne yeah. is a very divisive character on the show, which is fine. Right. <laughs> Um, what I thought was funny about this Omar exchange is that, you know, he shares that he's a Muslim. Lindsay says that she's a bad Jew who doesn't know much about being Jewish. Mm-hmm. And then Jonathan, who I like, he's like, well, same thing, dude. If you ever have any questions about being a Christian, like, come to, come talk to me. It's like, no, dude. Just like, like, come on, man. Could, could you just let it be <laughs> about Omar? Do that. Yeah. Just let him right. have his moment yeah. and that be that, okay? You but, don't need like, to. Omar was very nice, yes. but it was still yeah. just sort of like, Jonathan, come on, buddy. No, you don't Read the room here, that. man. Yeah. Like, But I yeah. do feel later in the episode, though, they do become like bros. Oh, yeah. Like, I think they're already bros stuff, here. Which yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I like Jonathan, too. Yeah. And I think, you know, Jonathan had good intentions when he said that. But even, yeah, I was watching, I was like, this cringe. Just, this feels cringe. a little wrong. Like, it feels cringe. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. it's very cringe. It just had no. he had no understanding of no. of the moment or what he was supposed to say. Right. So he just said whatever. Yep. Same but he kind of looked like Yeah. But I do. I I think I like Jonathan too. But he is clearly like an ignorant white man. <laughs> he is very <laughs> much an ignorant white man, is what I, he is. Yeah, I really like Jonathan. I really like uh, Jonathan and Omar as a pair. Like yeah, I was very happy to see them going forward together. I want a buddy show with them. Yeah, I think it's interesting what Survivor can bring together because yeah. there is no other option. You've got five people that you can sort of hang out mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. and so even if somebody's very different, even if you don't understand them, it's like you got to get along. There's you got five choices, man. Right. That's all you got. You have no other option. Yeah. Uh, but Omar says that uh, he's 30 years old. He's a virgin. He doesn't drink liquor. He doesn't have sex. He doesn't eat pork. He's a very sort of... Uh, yeah. Talking about being a grouchy old man. No, Jesus. he's <laughs> just very strict in his religion, which is good. Like, I feel like... He prefers to pee sitting down. That's another big takeaway. That's a weird one. <laughs> what? That's a weird one. That's a, that is a weird one. I'm not a man, so I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder how like many it. women lo- thought of thought that that was weird. I think every man in America was like, what? Yes. Mm-hmm. I've been peeing <laughs> standing up in the backyard since I was two. Just saying, when you have the option, why <laughs> yeah. would you not choose to Better stand to stand. Agreed. Better to stand. Agreed that I feel like that it seems way more convenient. Yeah. Like, uh, I feel like that I was gypped. <laughs> I feel like there's some weird backstory we don't know about his mother being like, <laughs> yeah, you're going to sit. Yeah. And you're going to wear weird shirts. 
This is kind of off topic, but when you guys shower, which one do you like when you wash your hair, do you face towards the shower or away from it? I feel attacked about washing hair, Zach. Thing, I gotta say. Washing hair. How I, dare I, you? I haven't, I haven't washed my hair in at least I five always, years. I always am with my back to the shower when I'm washing yeah. my hair. So do I, but I, I saw something the other day that they're saying that men, when they wash their hair, face the shower head like this, and women face backwards. I'm like, Ugh. I've been doing it like a woman all my life. <laughs> Me too. Well, now so. you got the long hair. Now you need to. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes, you, you got, got a it. lot yeah. of I do. Yes, you got to get all the soap that out. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, we saw Zach walking into the Mexican restaurant. I was like, "Look at those!" Because I haven't seen Zach in a while, locks. and I was like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> yes, it and is. I turned gorgeous. it down. Like, I bet he doesn't even appreciate it. That son of a bitch. <laughs> it is gorgeous, luscious locks of hair. That's for sure. He has longer hair than everybody in the room. Yeah, I just sure. want everybody to know. Yeah. Longer hair than I. Uh, but legit, I, sh- I I trim my hair so close. I, d- I haven't washed my hair in in many years. So I can't answer your questions. <laughs> I feel baldy. like I, I feel like Look at I this face fucking the guy with no hair. I feel like I face yeah, the shower. Yeah, but you face the shower because you have not a lot of hair to wash a lot of soap out of, so it doesn't right. take but a second. Right. See, I spend like most of my time facing yeah, when away. Yeah, you have longer hair, you have to do it from behind because otherwise it just takes forever to get the soap out. Yeah, like, the, the, yeah the discussion I saw like made it men versus women, but maybe it really is just long hair it versus is, short hair. It is, 100% it's long hair versus short hair. Because yeah. I feel like... Because I liked the warm water to sort of hit my shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, like decompress. Mm-hmm. So you're back shower. Yeah. You always have your back to the shower. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think I kind of spin. I spin, for yeah, sure. I spin, yeah. Yeah, I mostly face it until I have to do my hair, then I yeah, turn around. Yeah, right. Well, mm-hmm. right. Fucking weird. Oh, I like a good... Oh, I love to wash my face and the water <laughs> be coming down. Because oh, we so we good. we upgraded to the two nozzle shower. Ooh, it's got, the wand. It's, got the, it's got the thing, and then it's got the wand that also works Ooh. as a second shower head, so you get two streams of water. Wolford's in the lap of luxury. Yeah, there. it was like thirteen bucks on Amazon. It's not <laughs> yeah. that exciting. <laughs> Big doings. Uh, all right, so we move over to uh, Drea. This is my favorite part of this whole episode, by the way. Drea has an alliance with the men, but she thinks that that's not enough, so she goes to the women. And says, hey, listen, she goes to Tori and Swathy and says, hey, listen, I have an extra vote. How can we use this to like form a women's alliance, keep women strong and keep out and and uh, and boot the men? And the women are, of course, just like, yeah, totally. Oh, this is a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Drea walks away and then and then Swathy and Tori are just like, oh, uh, yeah, we should vote Fucking her out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's got too much power. Let's vote her out. Uh, did what? Do you, what is your thought about this? Uh, this sort of exchange. Guys. Yeah. I feel like Drea made a critical error here. Like, I feel like Dre and I are very similar girls. Like I loved what she chose to wear out on the Island. I was like that romper girl, get it. That's perfect. You know, it's like, I don't even know what a romper is. Yeah. I haven't, haven't noticed no what she's worn. Totally so, sort of a one, one piece. Oh, like a onesie. It's like a onesie, like overalls, but hers but is for like a, oh. off the shoulder, short sleeve, very con- like very practical for survivor mm-hmm. um, clothing choices, which I was like applauding and cheering because I feel like people wear the stupidest stuff out on this <laughs> fucking Island. And it's like, you know, better like, what the hell you're going to wear the same clothes for how many days? Like, um, but I really liked her. I feel like she's a smart girl, but I feel like this was a dumb move trying to double back. Like yep. she sh- should have just stuck with, the original kind of grouping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's oh, not that a romper. Just, yeah, that's not, not a romper. romper. That's, that's her dress. Like yeah. Skirt or dress. But that's her. Yeah. She's adorable. Well, that's her, but I thought that was. No, I, it's a charcoal gray romper, yeah. is what it is. Like, I, I, I typed I, her into Google. I don't see it. I can mm-hmm. kind of see where you're coming from, but I also feel like it's not that bad for her because I don't think the boys will turn on her. I don't think so either. So no. at this point, if the girls try to make mm-hmm. a move on her, they're going to go to the boys. The boys are just going to report back to Drea, mm-hmm. and the girls are going home anyway. So, right. like. Yeah. I hope that's the story because I do, I do really like her and I do feel like, really feel like that would be my game is to like kind of join up with the men because I can't stand crazy women. Yeah. Well, I think it was an age thing at first. It was, it yeah. wasn't, they divided Closer. by age. Mm-hmm. It was the older people and the younger people, but now there's some sort of intermingling. And I guess I just like it because it shows how tenuous these alliances are in the first few days. It's, oh yeah. They people just sort of back and forth. People yeah. just jump into one. Or glom on. But then yeah, for the first eight, 10 days, they're not really loyal to the alliance. They're always sort of looking for what, what, What's a better deal for What's them? What's next? Yeah, yeah. We, we saw that a little bit last week when you know she was so protective of Tori and was already mm-hmm. like, "Well, let's yeah. get Roxroy." You know, like right. it's like right. Okay, so apparently the age thing died already. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's Drea. Looks like she's looking for an alliance with every other person on the on her tribe, which mm-hmm. we've seen does not work because no. they talk and like there, there's no Compared, way this is going to work. Yeah. And I do think Dre is going to come out of this looking a little bad. I don't know if she's going to get kicked out, but I know I'm she's really... going to be viewed as not as loyal to the tribe. Oh, I do think, you know, <laughs> as, as a Tory fan, though, I do think, you know, that it seems to me like Drea wants to be with Tori, like first and foremost. Like, yeah, I think that's her person. And so Agreed. for a Tory, you know, I think it would be dumb to try to make a move on her. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope she realizes this. Right. Yeah, all we know is that it was Swathi that came and said, like, hey, we should maybe focus on Drea. And Tori was just like, yeah, totally, okay. <laughs> but I think I think we're still in that phase of the game where everything is yes. If somebody comes to you saying anything, yes. it's just like, just say yes. Go, okay. Yeah, and then Whatever if you, you lose say. and you have to go to tribal council, then you could be like, well, you know, let's think about this some more. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Mike has the strategy of work hard and lay low. So he's working hard at the camp. He's getting firewood. He's doing all the stuff around camp that you're supposed to do. But meanwhile, he's looking for an idol. Um, how's his strategy? Oh, Work hard, God. lay low. Good strategy, bad strategy? Yeah, no, this is a great strategy, especially for someone like him. Like, he uh, very much would be someone who stereotypically tried to step up and, like, take some leadership role. And I think it's smart for him to try to lay back as much as he can and just kind of be helpful. Um, you know, people aren't really noticing that he's out looking for an immunity idol because he's just kind of helping around camp, um, which is good. I mean, anybody else, everybody's always like, hey, what? Oh, they're out looking for immunity idol. Really, they mm. just think he's just looking for firewood. They no, we haven't heard anyone talking about like he's out looking. We should go after him. You right. know, like. Yeah. Um. So I yeah, I think he's playing a smart game so far. I do too. I think I really think the best strategy at is this point just shut the fuck up and don't do anything point. until the merge. Like yeah. don't do any, don't make any moves. Yeah, he's he's he does some stupid stuff. <laughs> Tutu's ruining the show. Right, this get time. Get or making the show better. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I definitely think because of his like age, you know, there's we're so used to seeing the older men on Survivor just kind of wanting to be the workhorses and not really be as concerned with strategy and the social game. So I think he can go into the woods easier than anyone else mm-hmm. and like look around and people aren't going to suspect him. Right. Not as, yeah, they're not as kind of 
concerned about him. Yeah. Well, we do see that his strategy works. He finds an idol or a beware advantage of, mm-hmm. uh, in this particular case. And it's the same one as we saw in season 41 where it's a, whoops. <laughs> oh, this cat. Your cat just oh, totally now she freaks out. She freaks out. <laughs> You're okay. Too, too. <laughs> She's fine. Right. Um, it's the same exact beware advantage that Xander had last season and I, and Brad, and I don't even remember who else, but where you have to say a silly phrase no, and then has to, and then other people have to say their silly phrases to sort of activate the idol. And then it becomes an immunity idol until then it's, it's completely powerless and you've lost your, um, your voting privileges at tribal. Do you think so, this is only the second season we've had this? Do you think this is going to get really tiresome? If they do this like every season, I don't think they'll be able to do it again. No, we were saying so. last week. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, after this, everyone will kind of know the twist. If they hear people saying random wacky things, they're going to know exactly what's going on. Yeah. yeah. But that could also be a uh, like a fake out thing, right? People could just start saying wacky phrases and <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. Like sort of yeah. just, you know, pretend like they have one. They're going to think I have an idol. Right. Yeah, especially if you know that you're like on the bomb and you might be in danger that night, you know, throw it out there. And then, you know, like yeah. hopefully other people say stuff that's weird enough that you can kind of be like, <laughs> People be like, oh my gosh, was that a, was that a code as well? Right, especially if, if they send these people off to like the little island like uh, thing where they go and like talk. Exile and go. Well, not the exile where they go and they have to walk up the path and they talk. Oh, and yeah, they yeah. go and make a decision. The summit. If you go there and strategize with someone, like let's all come up with a weird phrase. We'll all say it at the next challenge. Oh, people that's will a good all idea. think we have an idol, so they'll be afraid to like, yeah, put us up. Or oh, whatever. I like that. Yeah, that's smart. I like that one. Uh, in this case, Mike's uh, phrase is, there is such grace in a game of soccer, it makes me cry. So he's got to find a way to sort of get this into uh, the, you know, uh, the, the sort of chit chat before an immunity challenge or whatever. This one's super awkward to say. I'm not sure how he's going to throw this out in a sort of uh, obvious, in an unobvious way, but um, I guess that's the point of this whole thing. I guess you'd probably talk about, you know, like walking down the beach, you're kind of kicking a rock around and, you know, made you think of back home, playing soccer with your friends. Oh, see, there you go. You'd be a good survivor player, Zach. I try. You should go for it. I should. Um, all right. So I, I really like the talk with that Mike has about this idol, but we don't get to get there first. We First, we, we zap back over to the uh, Taku tribe with Omar and John. I refuse to call him Jonathan. I don't like it when people force their full names on people. That drives me insane. Is that right, Timothy? Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I used to have a brother-in-law named Robert, and he didn't want to be called Bob, Bob. or Bobby or yeah. Bob. Or, like, oh, come on, Bob, yeah. Bobby. Drives me nuts. Now, Amanda's a little different. because Bobby? Like, Mandy is a short version, but it also feels like it's a totally different also, name. Also, yeah, like an entirely different name. Yeah. I agree. Like, Mandy is a little like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm okay with uh, with Amanda, but yeah, if if somebody I was Manda as a child, Manda, like yeah, just cut the first A off. And what does Shanna call you? Shanna calls me Amanda. Oh, does she? She's got, she's got the whole name. Yeah, so everybody like post grade school forward. So anyone who met me after grade school, I got tired of changing my name in high school. Like <laughs> you just go to too many classes, and it's like. Why am I worried about them cutting the first A off? Like, I don't right. care. Like, just call me Amanda. And so then um, in high school, I basically in class was Amanda. Um, but then my friends in high school, because of a drunken party, started calling me Ando. So That's then there's right. this tiny Ando. phase from about like, uh, I would say like 15 to like 21, where people called me Ando. Yeah. 
And then after that, it's just straight Amanda. So it's like, if you met me in any of these weird periods, like you might call me Amanda, you might call me Ando. Right. And then everybody else calls me Amanda. You would never correct it, right? If I called you Ando, you wouldn't correct me and say like, oh, no, no, I prefer Amanda. Oh, 100%. No, no, I don't care what the the hell fucking people call (laughs) me. Let me call you whatever I want. (laughs) And at work, like, um, there are a lot of A names. We Like a lot of the kind of lead names are A names. So like my... Uh, lead inventory person is Angela and I'm Amanda and mm. then like um, in care plans kind of the lead people are Ashley Amber does like, Angela go by Angie though no <laughs> fuck her then so like we got all these ridiculous. Pe- we got Angela. all these freaking A names you <laughs> yeah. know and so like I don't like I'll answer to freaking anything I, that's how I, I don't that's care. how I feel too but you did go by Mandy for like a week I did in the third grade I and decided what for like you make? one month that I wanted to be Mandy for the rest of my life. I was like ready. I was ready oh, yeah, to make. You were eight years old. You're you're able to make that decision. Third grade. For yourself. I was ready to make this decision, <laughs> and I went to the dentist in the third grade. And now to this day, my dentist has me marked Mandy. down as Mandy, and I am Mandy at the dentist. And it is what it is. You check in like I am Mandy Wolford. Hi. That's no, great. I always say like checking in for Amanda Wolford, but when the dentist comes in, like it's nickname on the card is yep. Mandy. Hey like, Mandy. Hey Mandy. How's it going? Like, and you just ride with it. Cause what the hell else are you gonna do? Like, I'm not gonna be like, no, don't call. It doesn't really bother me that <laughs> yeah. bad. Like, I don't care. It's yeah. been 35 years. I can't take it no more. <laughs> 30 fucking eight. I'm yeah. 38. I don't care. Yeah, but that's it's it's when people care enough to be like, oh no no, no. don't call me John. Oh yeah, which is like a t- super normal yeah. abbreviation of my name. Call yeah. me the whole thing. Mandy versus triple Amanda the syllables in it. Kind of weird. Like me. you just deciding to call me Mandy out of nowhere <laughs> right. is See? weird, and I agree yeah. with that. This is why you should go the other way. I'm not going to call you Jonathan. I'm not going to call you John. I'm just going to call you Thawne from now on. (laughs) Your name is now Thawne. Just say, so would it bother you the other way? Like if I was like, you know, like Timothy. Well, no. Yeah. But you called him Timothy. I would answer to it. It wouldn't bother me. But like if someone goes, you know, like, or if you call me Zach and I'm like, no, no, you have to call me Zach. Right. Would, Would that bother you if I'm like insistent you call me the shorter version? No, no. I don't know why. What I got. I got. I got to reflect on that one. I don't know why that wouldn't bother me. What if? Because uh, it's Z A C K, right? Well, so. So what? What if he's like H? So kind of like she had her Mandy moment. All my childhood, I went back and forth. Fun with K H K. I finally settled on H. I was like, which one do I want? So what if you call him Zach and he's like, no, no, you must pronounce it the other way. Zach. I won't say it does annoy me when I get like paperwork and they have my name spelled with a K and I'm like, that is wrong. Motherfuckers. Agreed. Agreed. Those things are just weird. Sorry, I thought it was K. I couldn't remember. I see your name all the time, and I'm just like, oh, shit. Which one was it? I don't yeah, remember. Together, but, you know, yeah. I could wake up tomorrow and, like, go on Facebook and change it to a K, you know? Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I've stuck and with an H fine. for, like, we 10 years. a name <laughs> that is super, like, shortenable like that. Like it's Shortenable. Yeah. Like a nicknameable name. Like, you're allowed to change your nickname throughout your life. Like, that's what it is. Like, it's it, you're just given access. Maybe right. I'll be like Prince and just get rid of my name and be a symbol. Right? Maybe you're just yeah. supposed to be Z from now on. Like, who the... You yeah. can because guess what? Who it's cares? Free country. It is, is it a true free Hollywood country. story. 
Uh, I'm Brian with a Y, so I mean I've felt your pain for my entire life. I just stopped even correcting people. So, oh, I, I I get real infuriated about Brian if they spell with an I. No, like <laughs> yes, I do. Well, like my aunts, like my family is notoriously bad about it. Yeah, like that I've known for 16 years, they still spell my it with an I. Fa- Does it feel disrespectful? Do you you have like a but feeling about because, it when they spell it? With I don't really because care because they yeah. have a Brian with an I. Right, of course. And, I is the more is the more and common that's version. What it is like they have a Brian with an I and. Right. So they just constantly smell my Brian's with an eye. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Before we started recording, we were talking about male names. And all growing up since I was born, my family and everyone called me by my male name, Adam. And then just one day, like sophomore year of high school, I woke up and I was like, I want to be now. Zach. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, hey. I don't feel like an am. I feel like no, Zach. No, I want to yeah. be Zach. So I, I told my mom, I'm like, I'm Zach now. Went to school, told all my teachers, like, yeah. yeah, call me Zach now. Yeah. And they just respected it. And yeah, they're just like, okay. Yeah, yeah brother's middle you, name is also Adam. But if you yeah. meet anyone that like knew me before high school, they usually all still call me Adam. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Isn't it weird how these weird different pockets of your life kind of call you different names? Yeah. All right. I know we've got on this weird tangent, but now I have yeah. another question. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> my niece calls my brother by his first name craig because my brother's that her that's her that's her dad mm-hmm. yes she calls her dad by her first name well no she calls him craigie craigie oh craigie well, it's kind of like a it's a kind of like a term of endearment because that's it's what my really grandma weird. calls him yes. oh craigie and so okay. she calls him craigie whatever craigie <laughs> I think is, we, is Craigie okay with being called like this? He just laughs. He doesn't really care, but yeah. it's just so, it's like so just, random. Because this bizarre. girl has such like a sassy attitude. She's only like nine or something. Oh, I love this child. She's just like, whatever, Craigie. Like he tells her to do something. <laughs> See, I don't know how I'd feel if my kids did that. Like, how would you feel if Daisy started calling you Tim instead of dad? I don't know. I feel like I'm just now Whatever, getting Timmy. over. She she just recently switched from calling me daddy to dad. Yeah, that was a hard one for me. <laughs> so I guess so I, I guess I'd be, be okay. Oh, yeah. no, I'd have Tim to get used to it. I'd have to get used. I wouldn't correct her and make her change. Well, it. you got to get on Tinder and find someone else to call you daddy. <laughs> the problem Ooh, was is that they she so she has a half sister. So there's one of the kids that isn't Craig's, um, okay. and initially she called him Craig. And yeah. Craigie and those kind of things. Okay, that it's making and more sense. And so now. Okay. it made sense. And yeah. but now, but, but, but she now, doesn't have such Layla, attitude. But now <laughs> the oldest great. Layla calls him dad, like a hundred percent dad the all the time. Still, and the younger one still calls him Craigie. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny. As long as he doesn't care, whatever. it's really entertaining. Welcome to uh, What Do Names Mean podcast. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a long. That was a long uh, deviation from the show, mm-hmm. but that's yeah. okay. People love it when we do That's something. That's a standard like that. challenge. No, yeah, it's like, I feel yeah. like no I complaints feel like, and reviews yeah. or anything. <laughs> None. Uh, all right. Anyway, so Where's back the to Colin? the episode. The Colin no, Ainsley said she she ain't calling. Oh, okay. yeah, but she wanted right. to know how. Okay, she all told right, me she'll deal. call. She'll call next week. Okay, okay. She has seven kids over right uh, now. She's Woo! A liar. Okay. Seven kids. My God. Caroline is still in the chat room. So Caroline, if you want to call, uh, feel free. Um, all right, so we get to Maria. This is when she tells her story about her brother. Mariah. Mariah, sorry. Yes. Yes. It's spelled weirdly, and I just forgot Mariah. how to pronounce it. I have it in my notes. is Marianne, so. Mariah. Well, there's Marianne and Mariah. There's Marianne and yeah. Oh, yeah. there's Two different Mariah. Names. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. there's yeah. a couple. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. They're very similar it. names. Um, Mariah, mm-hmm. which is, this is not even close how you spell Mariah. Uh, but that's okay. Spell your kids' names correctly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, she tells the story of her brother who died of COVID in March of 2020. Yeah, so like right nurse. at the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. he was a nurse. He was the first 
healthcare yeah. worker, worker that died die. of COVID oh. in the United States. Heart hurts for her. No yeah. kidding. Like what a tragedy yeah. to lose mm-hmm. somebody uh, during this whole pandemic and stuff. Uh, everybody kind of harps about people's sob stories and stuff. Do you guys like the sob stories, these backstories of why people are oh, here? Oh, 100%. I love, like, I need to know a little about you. I need to care about you as a human um, in order for me to have a connection. Because up until this point, I didn't care about Mariah. For real. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't even realize she was on the show. I, I, I know there's too many people. And, at first. and I, so I do need this. Like I do need a little bit of your backstory and a little yeah. bit of your history because this immediately connects me to you because I'm a healthcare worker. That's and, what I was going to say. You share and, a lot of similarities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And with COVID, like I definitely was not on the front lines dealing with COVID patients. Um, I was very sheltered from all of that, but my heart definitely went out. I worked in um, a major trauma center in our area. Um, for a few years and I definitely um, thought about all the those nurses on the front line so um, yeah this definitely hit close to home and you know and yeah I definitely made me feel a little more close to her yeah humanizes her yeah exactly so I appreciate these things I think I'm kind of out on the sob stories again (laughs) you're out you're done (laughs) you're done so I just kind of think like you know is you know, because we had a lot last season. We, it seems like, you know, we had some last week. We're having more this week. And I'm like, it's Survivor casting just basically going in there and who has the biggest sob story. Right. Oh, like, 100%. you know, me as a straight yeah. white male, because yes. I never got Survivor now because yeah. I, I have not had difficulties in my life. Like, yep. I'm going like to go. I'm going to go. Man is going. Yeah. Survivor. <laughs> I got enough fucking back history and shit to fucking get out there and feel like, oh, feel sorry for me, please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be in a competition of just, you know, who people like the guy on the show is who has the biggest sob story like right you know mm-hmm. have one or two a season but like don't let it become the overwhelming cast yeah it is weird because i i mean i agree that we could find we could relate to these characters and and like them without it being a tragedy you know what i mean mm-hmm. like why can't they tell us a story that's relatable but happy but i also think that it's something to be said that survivor brought on the sister of the first healthcare worker yeah. that died from covid like i feel yeah. like that's yeah. that's something else too like I feel like she, you know, like her family and stuff went through an incredible loss and kind of at the cusp of everything going on. And so um, I feel like her out of anyone deserves an opportunity to compete on Survivor. (laughs) Your cat gives no shits about anything (laughs) right now. I was just like, yeah, she just walked all over my computer. Are we still recording? I think we're good. Um, All right. So that's that's Mariah. Um, all right. And this is my second favorite part of the episode. This is where Mike kind of realizes that he's in over his head with his beware advantage. He doesn't know what to do with this thing. So he approaches the, who he, who he thinks are the smartest people in his tribe to ask them, geez, that cat is destroying the show. <laughs> this cat says, I want to be on the microphone. Let me head, buddies. People were excited. We were on this episode probably. And now they're like, this episode is a fucking disaster. Disaster. <laughs> And we are not at the Wolford's house that normally is where the cat ruins the show. This is my cat ruining the show. My cat who's normally hidden in a cupboard Your or something. Your cat is normally with the children, and the children are not here. Which oh, that might be it. Found the closest This is the people. time when we actually need to be on camera. And his cat's like, oh my God, people that will love me. Right, my dad just, doesn't love me when I'm here. Oh, huh? please, I've been betting that Does cat Does your dad not love you? It's okay. Um, it's all right. But so Mike goes to Jenny and Daniel Tells them, hey, I've got this advantage. Of course, Jeez. they're like traipsing through the jungle trying to refind it because Mike hit it so well he can't find the thing <laughs> again. It. This whole thing is just a shit show. I think Mike is sort of a dumbass. 
Um, I, but I, lo- I loved it though because I've heard like fans ask that question for like, hey, you know, have you ever hit an advantage or an and idol and like been able not been able to find it? it. Yeah. And we've never seen that, so that's kind of right. like. Oh, it oh, does happen. Yeah, yeah, I would have loved. I hit to... it at a fork, Mike. There's a ton of forks. What are you talking about? Right. Um, but I liked it when he when he went to Daniel and Daniel. His quote about this was, "I'm in the best position because I have all of the knowledge and no risk here." Mm-hmm. And so, uh, not only did Daniel help Mike sort of figure out what to do with it, but Daniel also had in the back of his head, "How can I make this work for me?" Mm-hmm. And yeah. so ultimately, Daniel talked Mike into not playing it. Right? Don't say, Don't your, say phrase. your phrase. Don't this activate this idol. This is smart. Last season, they were not this smart. But yeah. I do feel like this is an incredibly smart move. Wait until other people say it. Yeah. But for, and that, that would be smart for Mike to wait until other people yes. say it. But for Daniel, his whole thing is like, don't activate these idols. So he says, at I have, all, to, I have all, to either convince all. Mike to never activate the idol yeah. or I have to vote him out. Yeah. Right. To, to sort of eliminate three idols. And then the other danger for Mike is if the other idols get find and found and they all have the same idea of like, well, I'm not going to say anything until mm-hmm. anyone else does. Then they're right. all just sitting there waiting on each Who other. Who the fuck's here? I don't know. Yeah. Car, right. the car, just just into my, car just pulled into my driver. Turn I'm like, what around. the fuck is that? Yeah. There uh, we but does it eliminate all? I mean, obviously they don't know the rules, but would it eliminate all three? Would survivor no, just rehide? No, because what happens is they just the yeah. If he leaves, they rehide it. Yeah, exactly, hundred yeah. percent. So if if the goal is to not activate it, Daniel needs to convince Mike to never say the phrase, mm-hmm. right? And then they're no, and then none of them will yeah. be activated. Yeah, because yeah, we saw last season when uh, Brad found it, and then they voted him out, and then Jeannie found it the next episode. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. So right. We have yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. They just rehide. I was just yeah. curious, but Daniel wouldn't know that because he hasn't. Yeah, they no, they no wouldn't know that. No, right. So but, he's just sort of spitballing what. But he's a fan of the show. I think he would know yeah, that, you know, that, like historically they rehide. Yes, idol. if you go out with an idol, they rehide it and then it's available again. Right. Yeah. 100%. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So, Mike, we see Mike told um, Daniel and Jenny. And then Daniel tells Chanel. And so basically his whole tribe knows mm-hmm. <laughs> that he's yeah. got this thing. So it's uh, it, it's the worst kept secret in Survivor history. Yeah. Yep. And we even saw him, you know, Danny say to Chanel, like, you know, we need to figure out how we can make this work for both of us. Mm-hmm. If it works yeah. for Mike also, that's great. But right. as long as it works for us, it works you know, for we us. don't care what happens. You got it. Yeah. Yep. I think they kind of know that Mike is kind of a dumbass mm-hmm. and Mike will sort of play along with whatever they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think Daniel's threatened by this and he shouldn't be. I, you know, he's just sort of uh, he's rolling with it, which mm-hmm. I think is smart. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Then we get into the immunity challenge. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a lot written down about this because, you know, it doesn't, none, none of this matters other than who won. Um, I remember Brian, Brian and I looking at each other like, this would take like 10 years <laughs> in order to like get these people yeah. to unlock these things, get these puzzle pieces, yeah. and like solve this puzzle all blindfolded because it yeah. was basically one of the, one person is unblindfolded leading the rest of the team right. to do tasks um, throughout the whole challenge or yeah. whatever. Yeah. We've, we've seen this on other Survivor seasons. There's, mm-hmm. there's yep. the, the callers. In this case, Caller. Drea, Lydia, and Jonathan. John, sorry, John. And uh, <laughs> he's they're yelling at everybody to go do this, crawl under this, grab this, pull the puzzle pieces back, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Daniel sits out. Uh, of this challenge, but I really liked Daniel's role in this, and I think I just like Daniel a lot, so maybe I'm paying more attention to this. 
Yeah. But I've never, I can't remember a time when somebody was sitting out of the game and it keeps kind of going back to their commentary. Mm-hmm. Have you, did you guys notice that during this episode? Yeah. 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 I noticed it. I can't think if we've had that before. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. It, it just, I'm just so used to Jeff like roasting everybody while the event's going on that I don't pay attention to I love else. how he like right. talks over these people trying to give commands at the beginning of this yeah. thing. He's like, everybody it's talking. Hard, isn't and it? now I'm yelling. It's hard. Now I'm talking. <laughs> now I'm talking yeah, over yeah, everybody. Yeah. It's yeah. like, good. God, this is a gag. Like, I love yep. how Jeff just calls it all out. <laughs> yep. And Daniel in the background just says, I don't have any idea what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Just has no idea. Uh, John sounds like a crazy person. Wait, wait, hold <laughs> so, on. Get like down. A, like a metalhead or something, <laughs> yeah. like screaming at people. I, I think that's a good strategy, though, because it helps differentiate his voice yeah, from everyone yeah. else's. So right. his team knows. No, but he was what sounding like for. a complete asshole in the whole endeavor. <laughs> he was, it but. It did not sound good. You're, you're not going to confuse his voice with any of the other. <laughs> no. Right. But maybe so, like scream like that, but not be an asshole at the same time. So I need some clarification from you oh oh, oh, okay so you're not a fan of jonathan he's got to be john yeah john daniel you have no problem with oh shit yeah i'm a hypocrite i didn't even think of that hypocrite i didn't even think of that turn your ipods off now (laughs) ipod's still a thing i don't know for the rest of the season it's john and dan john and dan you're not gonna start calling bananas john are you (laughs) i might (laughs) just like i might (laughs) right just like Like that's the best part (laughs) when he just totally like this isn't challenging. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So, yeah, we're back to Dan. And Dan on the sidelines just says, like, oh, this is brutal, and you got to protect the balls, Roxroy. Because <laughs> Roxroy just slams yes! his nuts into oh, that. That was awful. Thing. Poor Roxroy, <laughs> man. He's, a, he's kind of a mess. Yeah. Oh, that's when Daniel's just like, got to protect your balls. <laughs> yeah. Real subtle. He's, like, clearly not performing for the camera. I don't think he realizes mm. that he's even being recorded. No. Because he's talking real kind of low. And Yeah, he's just talking to himself. Yeah. I feel like I do this kind of crazy shit. Like, oh, me just too. talk to myself. Me too. But it's it's I'm weird to see it on TV. i somebody <laughs> right. fucking records it, though. Right. But I guess that's what was weird to me about it, is he wasn't saying anything, like, super interesting or mm-hmm. funny, but it just kept going to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Yeah, it's crazy. Um. All right, so the the last piece of this thing is obviously the puzzle where you get the callers trying to tell the blindfolded people how to assemble a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Which I did not understand that the uh, callers would be coming up closer. So I was like, they're going to have to instruct these people <laughs> to put this puzzle together like a football field away? This is right. crazy. I, th- I feel like this is new because I feel like usually when they do this challenge, once you get to the puzzle, everyone can remove their blindfolds and work on it. I, I don't recall them doing... It, where the caller has to do the the directing of the puzzle as well. Yeah, yeah this directing of the puzzle is uh, quite intense. Yeah, I did like it though. I thought it was a nice little uh, way to, like an interesting way to end it. And the puzzle was only like seven or eight pieces. It wasn't like a super intricate puzzle. No. Um, and a lot of it, if you looked, there was like little notches. So you could sort of, I think you could have done this without a caller if you just sort of felt around. Uh, I think you could have sorted it out. Um, but either way, it was a photo finish, man. It doesn't get much closer than this. Right? Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and I guess the only important part is that yellow, uh, lost this one. I'm just happy Ica didn't go back to tribal. So we were talking last week how, you know, we don't want to just see the one week tribe that just goes mm, every single week. Just gets so. decimated, right? Um, yep. So yellow loses. That's the Taku tribe. Um, and it seems like when we get back to their camp, every, this is the scramble. Everybody's sort of trying to figure out who to vote for. And it looks like there's not really a lot of people on the fence. Everyone is leaning towards either Mar- oh, excuse me, Mariah or Marianne. 
Um, and this is the part I did like John, where he said like, you just got to make everybody feel safe. Cause obviously this is a shot in the dark season. Everybody's got their shot in the dark. If you, if you let people know that they're on the outs, they're going to get voted out. They'll obviously just play the shot in the dark. So you've got to make everybody feel super safe and just lie to their face. Just tell them, I'm not going to vote for you. Yeah. Uh, smash cut to him telling that to Marianne, <laughs> I will not vote for you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it seems like the only approach to take here, but what do you guys think? Is this the right thing to do? avoid the shot in the dark at all costs? Yeah, I feel like you're trying to kind of figure out because then whoever, if you don't kind of split the votes or figure out how to split the votes, if that person plays the shot in the dark and it's basically whoever they voted for then who is going to be eliminated. So yeah, you have to start thinking about that and you have to start kind of protecting that kind of component of the game. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I totally... I totally agree that you need to think about it. I think that, you know, you can get away with not doing that as well. Though, like in this situation, let's say you're truly indifferent between uh, Mariah and Marianne. Well, then split it. Yeah. Or you just, you know, you could be more honest with them and say, you know, like mm-hmm. Mariah, you know, I think the votes are coming towards you. You should play it. And then be like, Marianne's the other option. So either play your thing or vote for her. And most likely if she plays it, even if she gets it right, Marianne's going home. And if they're both disposable to you, it's like, okay, well. At least we got the shot in the One dark of out of the, yeah. you know, the game. Now. Yeah, they can't use that next time because yeah. they've used it up for themselves. Yeah, yeah, that is a good strategy. Yeah, I, I agree. Burn it out. I think splitting the votes between Mariah and Marianne mm-hmm. and just sort of telling them that and maybe getting out two shots in the dark or maybe just one of them uses it and then the other goes home. I don't It just feels like yeah. there might have been a smarter way, but this is still super early in the game, so maybe they're, right. not, they're not quite... Um, just being extra cautious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is fine. I'm, a, I'm fine with the approach that they took here. Um, and Marianne, I didn't even put this together because, um, it happened last episode, but she doesn't even know if she's going to have a vote tonight because she risked her vote Mm -hmm. at the summit. And so as they're walking into tribal, she's like, I don't even know if I can vote. Yeah. Uh, much less play a shot in the dark. I don't even know what's going to happen. Right. You know, something I just realized that we skipped over going back to the challenge. There was something important to talk about, which was the, uh, reaction to Zach not being there. Oh, right. I didn't put that on there. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I wrote in my notes. That, I didn't call it out here. That was the initial reaction to who was voted out at the last tribal. Yes. Right. So Marianne was crushed, devastated that that Zach left because apparently she got a big crush. Yes. Got a big crush on Zach. Oh. Yeah. Right. Adorable. Survivor Absolutely bringing adorable. people together again. It's another uh, Robin Amber success Yeah. I don't story. know if he said anything on Reddit, but Zach was on Twitter being like, I like kind of doing blushing emojis and stuff yeah. and and they so. both switched their last names. Zach and Marianne both switched their names to each other's last names. Did they? <laughs> if, you, if you check that out, yeah. So, so I was going to ask you once we got to you know the discussion of it at Tribal Council, but what do you guys think? Will they be a couple by reunion? I can't imagine Don't that know. being true, but we'll, <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see, I guess. Yeah, we'll see. What, uh, do, you, what do you think? You think they will be? I'm going to believe in love. I'm going to say, you know, I, I feel like, <laughs> you know, we heard uh, Marianne talk about how she's got 100% rejection rate. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, you know, no shade, Zach, but I'm assuming you're not exactly the ladies' man. <laughs> and I feel like both of them, you know, like people want love. Why not love each other? Yeah. To be fair, everybody has a 100% rejection rate until they find the one. And sometimes even after they find their one. Yeah. Yes. Tim's off the love train right now. <laughs> hey, Zach, too. Me, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. 
We're half divorcees at this table, guys. Love sucks. I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. all right. That's all right. I forgive you. <laughs> we won't tell Brian about all the joys of singleness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I already Trust have. Me. I told him both. Listen, Just Trust he, me. Just he knows <laughs> he's got it good, okay? Let's be real. He knows that he picked himself a winner. So sorry, friends, but he knows he's got it good. Eh. <laughs> watch Whoa. out son watch out son alright we're gonna have three divorcees next time we do this right exactly uh, pick which Wolford you want for the podcast right, yeah. we're gonna flip a coin now the Wolfords no. cannot share a room anymore you we'll have to Amanda. alternate it'll be like oh you know which, which one do you have custody of this week <laughs> right. Amanda's more podcast gold than I am just, just, ask, the, just ask the couch pilot guys uh, they just like me because I'm a girl that's all. And I'm different. They don't have a girl like in their group. They don't really have a girl that podcast that right. is okay with kind of coming on the podcast and just being out there and like, yeah, whatever. And talking about boys stuff with them. Like I'm kind of the guy's girl, you know, like of all girls, like I kind of like guy things. Like I like a lot of girly girl things too, but like I can easily get down on some guy stuff, but so I, that's why they like me. It's not, it's, I'm a novelty to them. <laughs> and you have and the most, really what it is. you have the most beloved laugh in podcasting. <laughs> that's true. Supposedly. Uh, all right. So in, in terms of the tribal, I have written down nothing. I don't find tribal all that interesting. I don't know. Do you guys I have love, anything from tribal? I just that love you that your, your note taking notes every week is like, ah, I didn't write down nothing. Fuck this. Well, the, for the tribal and the challenge, I feel like the only thing that matters is who got voted out and who got safe. Other than that, like, who gives a shit what happened to me? <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I thought tribal was pretty boring. I, I did enjoy, once again, the uh, Marianne and Zach talk, but we just kind of yeah. covered that. And I just, yeah, I think it's just funny watching her sit there and blabber on and Jeff's just like... Yeah. Jeff incredibly his, patronizing and condescending towards Marianne here, but Marianne didn't seem to even realize that Jeff was being kind of rude no. to her. And I think, you know, Jeff's probably sitting there knowing that this girl never shuts up at camp and he's like... Oh, I'm totally pissing off her tribe mates right now, like entertaining this. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she would drive me insane as a human, but you know. Did we I, point I like out that uh, Mariah has a necklace with her brother's face on it? That's oh, right. we didn't. And she's yeah. going to bury it somewhere on the island before she left. That was her goal. And she and goes I home with like, it around her neck. <laughs> she went home with it around her neck. She yeah. did not go home with it around her neck. She still had time. Like she's still she's on, got it. She's got it. She's on done the, the island. Nope. She's done the, re she's, oh, she's done the, the post interviews she's, stuff. She still she's, has it. She didn't bury it. She still it has it. She did left. not bury it. I, I haven't listened to any of those, but, but I, I have seen the headlines of, you know, why didn't you bury the necklace? I do feel like though, that this was smart for her. Like she needed some kind of closure and this was going to be her closure. I don't know why she didn't take the, opportunity even if yeah. she got voted out early i still would have buried it before i, I would have buried it the first thing i did on, like the well, you I get would, to the island you well, bury I would have it. just buried it before i left like you're still on the freaking island it right. doesn't mean if you got voted out just bury it right there by yeah. tribal council she's gonna walk through some sand yes. on her way to the ponderosa just i don't understand this at all if she didn't she didn't do it like, she didn't do it, it just doesn't which i guess spoiler we just we just told who goes home but right goes home and maybe i have too much faith in production but like when they're gone at a challenge or something i'm sure production throw her on a boat like take her back to the beach and be like they all right would. you got Do 20 minutes to bury want. it like yes. you know, yeah oh, they'll, they'll totally it. film that yeah production would totally have been on board with this and like in yeah in like her little clippy send off it would be like her burying this thing on the island you know what i mean like they would have been fine so i'm not sure why she didn't do it like i'm kind of sad for her that she didn't because i do feel like it made sense to me like you know um 
yeah, I've been, I've, I've struggled a lot since my mom died with like, you know, and, and maybe some of it is like just the closure of it. And like, how do I close that chapter? You know, it's like, you feel like you have, but maybe you haven't. And I felt like I I felt so proud of her when she kind of gave this story of like how she figured out how she was going to close that kind of close that door. But in the post season interviews or whatever, uh, she has said that she just didn't feel ready and that mm-hmm. she had a voice in the back of I her get head that, that too. Yeah, she I got get ready to too. dig the hole and a voice in her head was just telling her like, don't not do it. Time. Don't not do it. Time. You're not ready for that. I get so it. So she then. needs a different yeah. type of closure. She thought she had a closure then. in mind. It was not the right type of closure. She's going yeah. to figure, figure out something I else. appreciated her thought process on this though. Yeah. It is. It's hard when you're grieving and try to figure out how to deal with it. So. I mean, she, has, she hasn't done a whole lot, so she's not really like an all-star, but maybe they'll bring her back for something. I was going to say, that's going to be her pitch for second chances. Be like, I still have this necklace I need to get rid of. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, we'll see. I'm okay not seeing her again, uh, yeah. but that's okay. Right. Yeah, I'm indifferent. Either way. Like, yeah. 100%. Either. If you can bring her back for her to bury the necklace, I guess that's a good enough. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Mariah did actually end up going home, but she did play um, her Shot in the Dark which uh, man shot the dark in a lot of play this season barely two got in a row, used last right. two in a row. yeah we have gone from 18 people to 15 people and there's no one left in the game that has had a vote cast against them wow that's right yeah like that's, <laughs> that's crazy. crazy it is yeah and we saw last season last season i told you zach i said i don't think anybody will ever play this shot in the dark now we're two for two <laughs> but only last season only sydney played it yes mm-hmm. and she played it wrong mm-hmm. uh yep. she should have done something differently than she did yeah she would have mm-hmm. stayed if she had voted yep uh this time we've seen both people play it play it right they knew they were gonna get voted mm-hmm. out so they did the only thing that was in their power to do Yep. Uh, it didn't work out, but they made the right move. Made the right call. Um, so, I, I wonder if we're going to keep seeing this, though, if, mm-hmm. if these players are just super obvious about who they're going to vote out and everybody just keeps playing their shot. I was going to say, do we think Zach and Mariah are just that perceptive or are the tribes just that bad at keeping secrets? Mariah, if you read her sort of post-interview stuff, she says that she was just perceptive. I, she knew people started that. treating and her a little differently. For her. I feel she like she's it. very smart. I feel like she would have felt the disconnect with yes. people. Yeah. And you hear a lot of like stories from survivors about, you know, when the the night they got voted off, like suddenly no one wanted to be seen alone with them and mm-hmm. like yeah. people wouldn't talk to them as much. So I think you can have, have an idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. people will just start acting differently to you. Maybe they're they're more outgoing to you than usual. Maybe they're less. Maybe, yeah. they're, you know, I, I, I think that there's just vibes in the air sometimes that you can sort of suss out if you're perceptive yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. Seems like Mariah was. It seems like Zach probably was last week. Yeah. Uh, they both sort of knew something was happening. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we see, we see two shots in the dark. Both played correctly, uh, but neither... Neither work out. out. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if if somebody does pan it out because yeah. that saves you for one week. But I bet you're gone the next week. Then you know, like it, it's not going to save you for the rest of the game. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it really depends because, like, well, I was going to say if you know you're going and you vote, do it. You have to throw a vote on someone that's like a linchpin, but you don't get to vote. So mm. right. Mm-mm. So I guess at that point, you need to try to find the person you think is like closest to you on the bottom and say, I'm playing my shot in the dark just in case, you know, I get safety, throw a rogue vote on this person mm-hmm. because if they leave, the entire dynamic of the tribe has changed. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. what would happen if like Drea has the extra vote? Does she not get to vote at all? No, they, they talked about that last season. Okay. If you have more than one remember. vote and you play it, you don't get to use any of your votes. All right. Yep. Uh, well, that's it guys. Yeah. That's it. Episode two. Whoop, whoop. 
Survivor. Yeah. Off to another good start. Like I'm I was kind of like, uh, we're gonna like repeat the same season, but Really, it's really interesting to see basically the same season go down with a different set of people and right. what that entails. It's it's changed a lot so yes. far. The shot in the darks have changed. The Agreed. saying these weird phrases has changed. So yeah, it's it's that's why I love Survivor. Well, and, it's a, and it's a, how they think about playing them each. Yeah. And I think that that's the exciting thing to see is that these same kind of advantages and these same kind of challenges put upon these people in different groups of people like how they respond to it and so yeah it's been interesting it didn't really have an impact on this episode but i still really love the twist from the first episode of the three people from each tribe oh leaving yeah yes well not leaving but and when they're going off to the no when they had the challenge and they had they had to like untie the knots and they had the the talismans oh it's like, the first season last or the first episode yeah first episode yeah yeah well, they yeah. had to run off and they're like, you can all untie knots or you can oh, throw like mud, yeah. throw mud and blood. And oh, yes. Like that. Yes. That's something yes, new yes. we didn't have Take last season, right. but yeah, I really like agreed. that. Agreed. I like that too. That kind mm -hmm. of like, w can you convince the group that it wasn't something weird or nefarious yeah. and yeah. basically you got an advantage? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and also, totally you're bonding agree. with other People, People from other tribes before the merge, which could before really impact merge. things at yeah. the merge. Yes, yep. so and really you have incentive to go after them as well. Mm -hmm. That's that's yeah. my favorite you part. Know, of it. Yeah, because you know what they have. Yeah, right. That yeah, too. and the yep. more you get rid of them, the more powerful yours becomes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's yep. cool. Yeah, it's a good season. Great. I really, yes. am, I'm enjoying yes. the season. I, yeah, I was kind of like Debbie Downer that they were basically going to repeat the same, but. I have been excited about the few differences and then, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I and think it's seeing how different group of people plays it. That's the thing. It can be the, an identical game, mm -hmm. but it's such a sort of flexible game that you can see a different group of people playing it so differently. So differently. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. that's supposed to, yeah. You know, a lot of these reality shows, you know, especially Survivor is, you know, you can repeat the same thing over and over, but just with the different personalities, mm -hmm. you're always going to get a slightly different dynamic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Which is great. It is. It's fun to watch as a viewer for sure. Yep. Well, all right, guys. Well, we didn't get any phone calls this episode. Right? Boom. That's all right. Not too surprised, but that's the hey. whole point of this show. Hey, Ainsley hey. said she'll call in next week, so if she right. doesn't, we're going to right. do something. There you cool. go. So we'll get a call in next week, but that's the whole point of this show. We we want call-ins. Uh, you can tell us your opinion on this season of Survivor, whether or not you like Marianne, who seems to be a very divisive character. <laughs> um, join us on Facebook. That seems to be where the discussion is. Listen to Challenged, yeah. a podcast all about MTV's The Challenge. Out. Yeah. If you like that. Yes. Uh, Wolfie, I'm going to throw it to you to close the show since you criticized how I closed the show mm -hmm. last week. Are we going to do uh, our end of show uh, out? Shit. Even, he I'm still the worst can't fucking, fucking do it. podcast host of all time. It. To my credit, I've only been doing podcasts for like 15 years. So <laughs> come me some slack. Yes, that good point. So uh, in Survivor Land, we talk about outplay, outwit, outlast, outwit. About wit, that's right. Yep. But nobody ever talks about luck. Doesn't even know the Jesus Christ. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You do a podcast about Survivor. Would you please get the tagline correct? All right. I'm going to sit out next episode. Zach, you're hosting the next next episode. Outlast. But there's also out luck. Luck is a very important component of Survivor that nobody ever really talks about. Who was the luckiest player this episode? Marianne, I guess. She was sort of the second up on the chopping block, and they went with Mariah instead. Yeah, Marianne was my uh, pick for this as well because 
yeah, she was rubbing people the wrong way. She was sort of um, a very divisive personality who could have been cut, but they chose to go with uh, with Mariah. And maybe yeah. that's maybe that's the strategy of keep the annoying person around because nobody's going to vote for no, the annoying they person. Like her, she's not annoying. Some people don't. Lindsay people does not like seem. Her, Lindsay does not seem to like her. Mariah but John likes and Mariah her. didn't. Yeah, John likes her. John. Yeah, John. It seems like he likes her, but is annoyed by her sometimes. We'll have to see how Marianne plays out the rest of the season. Yeah. I think I think she's going to continue to be divisive, personally. So I'm, I'm going to go like Marianne. I feel like people too. get hungry and they just don't like people who are happy. <laughs> and like f True. you if you don't like people that are happy. Some people just need to be happy to get through life. I, and I'm with that group. <laughs> can't eat happiness. So who's the luckiest I, luckiest player, Amanda? I, I Mandy. Have no idea. I, no. I have, Amanda has no answer. I have no answer. I'm gonna go with Tori because you know, like I said earlier, I think the plan to go after Drea would have backfired on them. We saw early on that had they lost, yeah, you know, had Nick, they Tori's, have lost this Tori's one, name was already out there. Tori was, yeah. yeah so 100%. I think you know, we said that the the yep. immunity idol here, the immunity challenge came to a photo finish. I think you know she barely escaped mm-hmm. going home by seconds. Oh, really, yep. you think if it was her tribe, she's she's going home. Yeah, I think I so. Think I the think the Drea thing would have backfired too, 100%. Yeah, I think they would have went to the boys, tried to get Andrea. Drea would have told him, and you know, I think both the boys would have been like, we would want Tori out over, mm-hmm. you know, over uh, Swa- Swati. It's spelled oh. Swati, but I think it's pronounced Swathy. Swathy. If, okay. I'm, if Swathy. I'm understanding that yeah, right. it's Swathy. And it's I made Swathy. fun of Jeff for calling Omar Omer. But now I hear other people calling him Omer. Maybe his name is Omer. <laughs> I don't know. Right? It's spelled Omar, but who knows? Well, it's, it's all about how people pronounce their names, and that's, that's it. Right. Yeah. Maybe. We've recently got a new technician that it took. it's taken me forever, and I feel like I still kind of am struggling with And her name I is Pam. Name. It's not that hard. <laughs> it's not Pam. Pam? I wonder maybe. But I understand this kind of, like, struggle, and, like, she yeah. is super understanding, and, yeah. and like, I appreciate that. Like, and, but yeah, I get this kind of weird. Hey, Pom, can you hand me that? It's Pam. Yeah. I used to work with a girl Pom? named Chaitna for that same reason. It was not spelled the way you'd think for a yeah. woman named Chaitna. And it was the, sort of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so yes, that's our luckiest player. The other thing, uh, we pretend like we're the jury here. We can vote for anybody who's still in the game. So who, uh, if the, if the final was tonight, Wolfie, who do you vote for? Who's going to win? Mike, he's playing it smart. Stay under the radar. Make right. yourself useful. Okay, he's the dumbest. All right, go, Mike. He's the dumbest, but he's keeping himself. <laughs> he's keeping himself like needed. Yeah, and we've we've seen another dumbass Mike win, so that can be a he's better be a strategy. He's better than what was that guy's name on the. Oh the yeah, 40th. Old boy, yeah, firefighter guy. What's the guy that was like Gary? hiding in the trees and stuff? Oh, no. Tony. people. Okay, Tony, Tony is yeah, a survivor Tony, I god. Tony, yeah. <laughs> do not, do not talk bad about Tony. Do not talk bad about Tony. I hundred percent agree, Zach. I tried to tell Brian the same thing. Like we love Tony. Do not. Do but not he's kind of he's he's kind of dumb. Like Mike. <laughs> yes, hundred yes, percent. He's dumb, and I yeah. I, I didn't do say it was a bad thing. That. You're the ones jumping on me because you thought Mike was dumb. I'm fine with dumb people. <laughs> Amanda, if the final was tonight, who are you? Who are you voting for? You're who the jury. Am I voting for? Yep, you're the jury. You can vote for anybody left. Marianne, uh, she just loves her. I do. I she do wants love that million dollars I, to come with them on her I road just, trip. I just want Marianne and her positivity to keep the world a happy place. And yeah, sure, fine. I guess okay. that's who I vote for. All right, Marianne. Marianne. I am also gonna vote for Marianne. Right. I, I, I like Zach, Zach stuff, around. and then also you know because of her making that a. Uh, that prayer mat for Omar, 
That really oh, yeah, that was I'm nice. telling you that what, nice. like, I am a huge fan. I do feel like her and I could easily be friends just because of how sweet she is. I like, I like that genuineness. Yeah. And I feel like the older you get, the harder that is to find that genuine, genuine just nice kindness, people and kindness. Naivete. Yep. Yeah. That kindness, that naivete. Yeah. You haven't been burnt by a bunch of people to make you jaded and kind of like cautious of giving that love and kind of affection out into the world. Um, and just being okay with rejection and, and that, like, uh, I appreciate that for sure. I miss so, it. So what happens if Mary Ann gets completely blindsided this season and then we get her back, but she's like the dark jaded. Ooh. Ooh. She's like, I, I hate everyone. I trust no one. Yeah. She's like Jonathan Nixon. What? I'm Mary I do feel like that. I would, I would understand that Mary Ann too. Like, <laughs> I get relate it, girl. So this reminds me, I was going to bring something up earlier. Uh, like, I love these new stories we're getting with people who are just, you know, whatever. And I love the fact that CBS in the past couple of seasons is committed that half of our cast from now on is going to be people of color. Mm-hmm. And so you get these interesting stories that, like, I have no idea. Like, I would not encounter in my regular life. Right. So it's been a lot of fun to watch. Yep. Uh, well, I think I would vote for Drea. Oh, I uh, love Drea. She was my luckiest player last episode because... One episode in, she's got two advantages. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this episode, we see that she's not really, she's playing them smart. She's not divulging them to a lot of people. She's so smart. And she's hustling. She's got a couple of different alliances. She's trying, you, she's trying real girl. hard. She's my spirit animal. I, I don't think this is good for a long term game. No, I don't either. I don't she's think she's going to win. Yeah. And I don't know if I'll ever vote for her again as, uh, as, as a jury member here. But yeah. uh, this week, I will. I, I think I like her aggressive gameplay. Agreed. I think it's going to go up in flames before. Agreed. I feel like we could see a very Shan like character arc for Drea. Yep, yeah, same. I agree. I feel like um, what Drea needs to do right now is back down. Yes, lay low. Back down. Play a Michael. Lay low. And lay low, I do Drea. Think she is smarter than Shan. Right. So I like I love her, and I do feel like that we're kindred spirits, and I feel like maybe she she can do this. She's smart, yeah. and she's real smart. Yep. But the, the question is, if the, if the final was tonight, she's a fucking yep. genius for so real. So I'll say, if the final was tonight, she's played a great game. Yeah. But I don't think the final's night tonight. So I don't. I don't think this is a great long term game. But uh, that's my. That's my. If the final was tonight, she can drop down vote. just like yeah. uh, what's his name did last season. He was very much out in the fucking Xander. Yeah, Xander. He was out in the crosshairs real early, being a threat, <laughs> and so and he was able to duck himself back. Yeah. Um, so made the see if, let's see if Drea can do it. Have you guys been keeping up with Shan post survivor? No, a, a I cannot no. stand her preach, so you, preach rage. So did you see, uh, her career change? I, I did. She, have you guys she, heard about this? No. So afterwards, you know, she was working as a pastor. Mm-hmm. God told her that she was to give up being a pastor to become a social media influencer. <laughs> 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 Uh, Shan is the biggest crack I've ever seen in all my life. Yep. She's a horrible human. The fact that she was a pastor and trying to lead people, like, yeah. no, you were out for your own self-interest, and yeah. that is not anyone 
who should be a pastor and don't tell me that God told you to be out yeah. there. That's the bullshit thing. Like God told you to be a social self. media influencer yes, to yeah. promote yourself. Like Fucking no one own it, Shan. Just say Just it. Say Just it. say it. <laughs> Just, Just say it. I want to do social yeah. media like shit instead of pastoring. Yes, I'm gonna do I this like now. the attention, yeah. Shan. <laughs> yeah, I'd have like, a lot more respect just, for it. I would. Like I've decided that I really like fame and fortune and <laughs> right. I'm going to go it's that It's really route. easy to post on Instagram and make money and it's harder to be a pastor. Like, Just uh, do it. She's a horrible pastor. <laughs> I would not take any advice from that woman. And I don't blame her. Like if I went on a reality show and I can make money, po- you know, making money post down Instagram, I do yeah. it in a heartbeat. Like, oh, f- right, just on. be I, out. Yeah. Just yeah. be upfront about yeah, it though. This weird God's calling thing is terrible. Exactly. Like, be like I that. use this hair conditioner. Low <laughs> and locks. Look at right? my gorgeous locks. <laughs> Look at this mane. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna need someone to fill me in the shower while I stand with my back to it. And <laughs> not it, <laughs> Amanda. That's your job. Well, it doesn't have to be like completely naked. I'm just saying. Oh, right. Okay. It's just a. <laughs> I mean, unless you're going to start an OnlyFans, I mean that's that's a whole different. That could be oh. maybe maybe next season on Survivor. We'll start a Survivor at OnlyFans. <laughs> we'll compliment the challenged OnlyFans. I've, I've been trying to lose any. weight, and uh, you know, if I ever reach Amanda levels of amazingness, <laughs> OnlyFans would be a very realistic possibility. <laughs> I'm just saying. I tell you what. There you go. It's crazy. That's and terrific. all all listeners of uh, Survivor will get a discount. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Special price. Special price. Uh, People do not. Uh, there would be no interest in the challenge only group. <laughs> what are you talking about? Fans. <laughs> what are you talking about? For you guys, maybe. Me and Wolford fit a very specific. You guys would. Yeah. You guys are the bare demographic. Like, I am sloppy, no overweight. Yeah. It's a very specific. It's a very specific kink, but need, yes, somebody's I, yes, got it. Exactly. With glasses. And I have the and same hairy shoulders. I have the same <laughs> kink because I am a giant. <laughs> so, like, do you like really, really tall women? Like, that's my game. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that's it. I think uh, I think we are actually ending the show now for realsies. For realsies. Yep. Join us on Facebook. Uh, we post when we're going live, so you can join us in the chat room as Ainsley and Caroline have done tonight. Um, and I guess that's it, right? I guess so. It's your yeah. show. Wolfie, it's send us show. away. Wolfie, right? Wolfie texted me and criticized how I ended the show last that's week. Right. So, Wolfie, show me he how did, it's done. He didn't Take have he didn't have a sign off. No, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I didn't remember if you had one last season either. I can't remember either. I don't believe we ever did. I feel yeah. like you should just sing. No, I, I gave it to him and he just he's scoffed it off. So Not think scoff it off. We should do a, an episode quote like we do on Challenged or? No, it's easy. So for this episode of Survivor, this has been Brian, Tim, Zach, Amanda. And for Survivor, the tribe has spoken. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.